0: Hey legends, Josh here. I'm back at the soccer field, which I think it's been about two weeks since I've been at the soccer field. Just doing a few laps. It's quite a nice day here, trying to get a bit of exercise in. And I was looking through my list of potential episode subjects and there was one there that I've skipped over a few times and I think I'm ready to tackle it. So today we're doing the lessons template. And when I first read that, I thought, ah, that's the sort of thing where you have to have five lessons or seven or ten, not three, but today you got to get three. Three lessons stand-up comedy has taught me about podcasting. So I will preface this, I've been podcasting for ten and a half years and I've been doing stand-up irregularly only for three years, but... The lessons from stand-up are immediate and very intense. So the first one is you can't get hung up on small failures. So when an episode doesn't go well or an interview doesn't go as well as you'd hoped or you're based in Australia and it's five in the morning and the person you're speaking to is five o'clock in the afternoon for them and they're fully with it and you're half asleep which happened to me recently. It took me half an hour to wake up during an interview the other day. Stand-up makes you realize very, very quickly that only a small amount of what you do is gonna be great. And the idea of stand-up is to have as much of that good stuff happening every second as possible, which takes a lot of work. And unfortunately, when it comes to stand up, a lot of failure. So, one advantage we have as podcasters is if we have a tangent that doesn't really go anywhere and doesn't really serve the purpose of the episode being better, we can cut it. That's something that you don't get to do when you're doing stand up comedy in front of people is have a second go at it or chop out the bits that didn't work. It's happening in real time. So, the first lesson is very little of what you do will be great but if nothing else you have to be listening for those great moments and trying to work out why was that great why does that stand out to me when i listen back as an awesome moment and how do i create more of those in a natural way you don't want to force things in there but in case you're wondering the majority of stand-up is very 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 edited and if you're a professional unlike myself Pro comics have probably done those jokes a hundred times to a thousand times before you're hearing the finished version on a Netflix or a Paramount Plus or an Amazon special or YouTube, wherever it is you're watching a comedy special. So it's a process of self-discovery but also self-criticism. Why was that moment great? Why did that work? So the next lesson from stand-up that I'm trying to apply to myself as I'm someone that goes on a lot of tangents and I add a lot of side stories. You can't do that with stand-up. Too much information and too many side stories and tangents often, unless you're Billy Connolly, will make the joke either worse or just simply harder to follow. So I'm trying to apply that to my podcasting after a thousand plus episodes of going on many, many tangents. I mean, I love a tangent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't go on tangents. I'm saying that one of the lessons from stand-up is you can go a tangent too far and lose the direction or the point that you're trying to make in the listener's mind. So, of course, you know where you're going because you're the person formulating the story. There's a reason you have in your head as to why you're on tangent number six in a row but the listener doesn't know where you're going they're discovering it all in real time so if it's too confusing they might not want to keep following you down that let's say river so for a comedian that's to get a laugh or a series of laughs for someone on a podcast it's to have a gratifying end to your story the third lesson and it's something that I need to do with my stand-up because I'm always looking to shortcut the process. How do I get better at something without doing the actual thing? And it's somewhat because I live in a part of the world where I can't do stand-up every day or every week. At best, it's a couple of times a month. So what I'm getting at is there's no way to get better at podcasting without actually doing it, without being on the mic, recording yourself, f-ing up, correcting yourself, putting things out into the world that you would have preferred to have said a different way. Recording things that go nowhere. Having and then dealing with a sore throat, a technical dropout, a guest that doesn't want to talk. I had heaps of those when I first started podcasting. I admired certain things about what people put out into the world without actually realising that they couldn't talk about it. And I was much less skilled back then as an interviewer and less confident in my own storytelling. So... I had some pretty shit interviews in my first two years, some of which didn't even come out. But I had to go through that. And granted, it took me a lot longer than I hope it takes you to get good at podcasting. I don't even know if I'm good yet. But hopefully what took me a thousand episodes of different shows over 10 years, you can make that improvement in a hundred episodes. But there's no way to skip the hundred. And that's why sometimes I can come across as a little hostile towards the guru, expert, mastermind, leader type of people in our community is that part of what they're selling is you can skip the process. You can go from just say Josh at episode zero to Josh at episode 800. It took me from the start of 2012 to probably the middle of 2018 to do 800 episodes of different shows. and That includes editing some for other people recording 10 or 20 episodes of solo shows which didn't actually get released. I did that half a dozen times and I learned a tiny little thing either about podcasting or about myself every time I did that. So they're the three lessons again for today. I won't go back through them like the three lessons of Christmas because that always seems redundant when I hear people do that. They'll be in the show notes at deadsetpodcasting.com Just look for the Three Lessons template, Season 3, Episode 34. And yeah, my name's Josh. Thank you so much for joining me once again from the soccer field. When I left the house, it was the stillest, most beautiful day we've had in months. I get to the soccer field and a light breeze kicks up, which is not the first time this has happened. And I should put some of those out as a Watching the Sausage Get Made episode because I think I've got three or four in my phone that haven't actually made the light of day in the last 30 days. They just sounded too crap, but I'll go back through my phone if I'm getting really desperate at the end of the week and I might put one out. Righto, guys, thank you once again, deadsetpodcasting.com. The three lessons will be in the show notes wherever you're listening to this episode and or check out season three, episode 34 on deadsetpodcasting.com. Righto, guys, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.